Hey everybody, how's it going? So, this is Manny, and you're listening to Cryptids and Mystics. I am flying solo today. Uh, unfortunately, uh, our good friend Sarah is not able to join me today, so today is going to be more of like a mini episode for y'all. Just to give you guys a little something, you know. Uh, unfortunately, our friend Sarah has been really, really busy outside of our recording and all that stuff like that uh you know if you guys can if you're listening you know please make sure to send her some positive energy uh you know um but uh you know sarah know that we love you we care about you very very much not just here but everybody i'm sure listening you know and uh just uh you know whatever you need friend you know we're here for you always okay anywho quick reminder for everybody Yes, everybody, because I'm only talking to myself right now, recording not in front of a live studio audience, but in front of my uh, bedroom wall. So, you know, wonderful audience, no reaction. So I've got to guess whether you guys find this funny today or not. Um, but uh, today is going to be a mini episode, like I mentioned earlier, um, kind of adding a little bit more to something that we did, you know, a few episodes ago, our creepy spooky tour. Uh, this time I'm going to make it a little bit different, uh, slightly, nothing too, too crazy, but quick reminder business-wise for everybody, please follow us on all of our socials, on Instagram, on TikTok, uh, at cryptid, cryptid mystics pod. Um, you know, if you guys have any stories that you'd like to share via paranormal, spooky, cryptid, uh, horoscopy, and like all of a sudden life altering thing where you're like, oh my God, my horoscope was like a hundred percent accurate or whatever, you know, uh, please feel free to, uh, DM us on the socials, uh, or send us an email, uh, cryptos and mystics podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can send us an audio file as well, too. We'd be more than happy to include your beautiful voices. You can also write it out. That's another option as well, too, if you are the type that likes to write, by all means. Um, if you'd like to be interviewed, we'd be more than happy to do that as well. Just let us know, and we'll coordinate something with you. You know, we could figure that out, too. We have a Patreon. Please follow our Patreon. All of the information that you would need plus streaming the episodes on all platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Uh, you can get through our uh, link tree on our socials. But yes, if you have the means to do so, we would love for you guys to support us through our Patreon. We have a $3 and a $5 tier. Lots of cool little things that we're trying to do there. The more that we can stir up, the better, because that gives us a chance to do a lot more for this podcast that we love dearly and love recording for you guys. So, yeah, please feel free to join us. I mean, who doesn't want a feed pick every now and then, right? Um, so that is that. Let's get to it. So, like I said, I'm going to piggyback a little bit off of something we did not too long ago. This is the uh, creepy spooky tour. Uh, but this time we're going to be covering staying in California, but we're going to be covering Haunted Ventura and Santa Barbara County. Ooh, right? Sources, hauntedplaces.org, travelchannel.com, La Purisima's Mission Haunted History, online blog, Backpack Reverse, uh, Morgue Ghost Torments Employee and Lompoc Furniture Mart, Weird California, Wikipedia on Rudolph Valentino. It'll make sense later, don't worry. 
Viestra Magazine, Haunted Hotels and Spooky Experiences, Haunted Rooms America, Santa Maria Inn, Findagrave.com, The Nordoff Cemetery, and The Ojai Valley News, Haunted Ojai Valley. There you go. So let's get to it. Let's talk about the very first one, La Purísima Mission. So this mission is located at 2295 Purísima Road in the city of Lompoc here in California. I'm probably pr not pronouncing it right, but you know what? I'm not a paid professional. You take what you can get, right? Right. It's a mission. Duh. And we all know that practically every mission here in the state here has its own haunted history. But hey, we're in Santa Barbara County. This is the one I decided to cover, okay? So, you know, deal with it. So what, what about this one specifically? Well, it's been reported by visitors that they catch glimpses of both Chumash natives as well as Spanish soldiers that died during the Chumash uprising in the 1820s. So the region itself uh, had a lot of Chumash natives uh, ha inhabiting the area. So obviously when the Spaniards came in, uh, typical mission story, right? They're trying to indoctrinate uh, the, the natives uh, because, you know, they don't know any better apparently, right? And I'm going to apologize in advance if you hear the dogs in the background. Fuck those dogs. So anyway, so that's what was going on in those regards. Um, other things that have come up uh, in the mission itself that, you know, people have reported include uh, wisp eerie whispers, seeing indistinct shapes and feeling cold drafts. There's also been some instances in which people would hear native flutes playing. So that's... Uh, Yikes. But, you know, the, the thing is that with flutes, it was considered, um, you know, something of significance for the Chumash. So wouldn't be surprising if you caught those echoes kind of uh, reverberating through. Right. So interesting fact about the mission is that the current mission, the one that you can go visit and see and then, and, and, you know, immerse yourself in, I suppose, is a reconstruction of the old one because it was disbanded in the 1840s. And was left kind of just rotten, you know, nothing happening there. It was reconstructed in 1934 as part of like a, a as a means to restore historical uh, sites here in California. And yes, before anybody asks, it's been covered in Ghost Adventures, okay? I know, I know. Uh, go watch it if you want. I think Nick was still there, uh, so it wasn't anything as bad as it's been since he left, so, you know. Uh, I think I remember watching that episode. There was some pretty cool stuff caught in there. So, uh, again, you know, no, it's a pretty, you know, not so popular one. But you know what? Whatever, dude. Watch it if you want. So in case you're all are wondering today, I have decided I'm going to be uh, drinking a hard seltzer today. I'm drinking a watermelon and mint seltzer called Mixed Signals from Arrow Lodge Brewing in Covina. They're pff, phenomenal beers. Just drinks all uh, phenomenal drinks all around. Uh, they have a pizza shop right next door. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. They're really awesome. They have pinball machines, lots of space to sit at, you know, for big parties as well, too. So, yes, they're not sponsoring us. Maybe one day they will. I don't know. But either way, you know, uh, I still recommend them. That's one of my favorite spots to go to. Me and Amy love going there all the time when we get the chance, especially, you know, when we have our adult date night type of thing so you know check them out it's really good now moving on to the next one 
let's talk about the Lompoc Furniture Mart. Although now closed, the space is still there. Uh, the building, I should say, because I know how to write. The address is 125 South H Street in the city of Lompoc here in California. Uh, right off the jump, this place is most definitely haunted. How do we know this? Well, for starters, uh, all the sights and sounds that emanated from there, you know, like that's definitely a pretty good indicator of that. Uh, in some instances, people would even report feeling cold spots. So that's no bueno. I, I, there it is, you know. I'll give some specific examples in a minute. But the thing about the building itself was that it was previously the uh, believed to previously be the town morgue. So I'm sure that can play a big part in possible hauntings there. There are reports of a woman in period clothing seen walking around the upper floor of the building. Now, before any of you ask, I don't know what it's meant by them saying period of clothing specifically. I don't know what period they're talking about. Okay, so you know, don't at me with that one. All right, that's just what I found out in the article that uh, I used today for our sources. Uh, this person who the, uh, they interviewed this person who worked in the store and they shared the personal experiences of the paranormal there. So here's what she had to share in that article. They said that at one time, shortly after starting work one morning, they heard and felt someone walk by and saw the shadow of a person walking by. When they looked up from being bent over adjusting a sign, no one was there. Yeesh. That's spooky stuff. Um, I believe, if I remember correctly, and I forgot to write this down on my notes, but uh, I think she had even mentioned that um, it, like the shadow itself like looked just like a person was there, like just standing over. Uh, so that was... Yikes, that's that's a creepy one. Another instance, during the closing shift, uh, she felt someone grab her by the ankles. So that's scary enough. I know, that's scary enough. She said it definitely felt like a human hand, but it didn't make sense because the place where it happened, under a chair, uh, there was no way for anyone to fit, not even a child. Yeesh. <laughs> just, uh, that's just disturbing. Um... The last incident, the one that led to her leaving at this point, you know, so mind you, she'd gone through those two things uh, already. Right. And that in itself, I think, would have driven anybody to do it. And to be fair, in her defense, both times that that happened, she was by herself. And after and if I'm correctly reading on the article, she had mentioned, hey, you know what? I, I don't want to close like the, you know, do the closing shift by myself anymore. So please, you know bring someone on um but this incident this last incident was the one that just you know uh, broke the camel's back at this point if you will so and you know what's interesting about it is that it's, it starts like every typical scary story right and because it happened during a stormy night yep yep i know but bear with me here she was walking away from the front door after locking up and she heard footsteps again like the first time remember that she turned around to see a woman standing, staring at her. Yes, staring at her. And yes, she was transparent. How do we know? Well, the way the lady reports it, she was able to see the chair clearly behind the woman. Yeah. Needless to say, she ran out screaming. You know, I, I mean, let's be real, guys. Can anybody blame her at that point? 
and uh, she put in her two week notice after uh, the next day. And I guess from the sounds of it, she never went back. So uh, I don't believe there's anything there now. So the building's pretty much just abandoned. Yeah. If you ever get a way to get in there, I guess. Uh, good luck and uh, let us know. What, let us know what you find. Next up. And this is a tourist trap if I've ever heard one. And anyone that's gone and traveled from Northern California to Southern California and vice versa. You've probably seen those these road signs announcing this place every time. Pea Soup Andersons. Yep. So this spot is located on 51 East Highway 296 in the city of Gilton. Fun fact, Firestone Walker Brewing, one of our favorite breweries. And I say I feel like I say that about all the breweries, right? But anyway, one of um one of our favorite breweries is located there. In fact, that's the OG spot. And I do believe they have another location there too that's more of like a uh bougie uh specific type of style of beer there. But anyway, I digress. It's both a restaurant and a hotel, and it's still in operation. So, like I said earlier, yes, I know it's a tourist trap, I know. And but the things that there's a few things true about this place, okay? One, from what I've heard. The soup is pretty tasty, so can't hate on it, right? Split pea soup. Can't go wrong with that. I'd try it. I've tried it before from other places. Pretty tasty. Down to try it there, too. I have still yet to go there, but we'll go there one day. Uh, and two, it's also haunted. So let's talk about that. That's why we're here, right? I'm not, I'm not here to talk about soup. Although, yeah, I'm pretty sure good soup people wouldn't mind, especially on a cold day. Anyway, so one story mentions that one of the former owners, her name was uh, Juliet Anderson is believed to be there haunting the place. It's believed that she tends to move furniture around, messes with the lights, and shuts doors. It's also believed that a whole-ass family, yeah, a whole family, who died nearby also tends to hang out there. I mean, come on, guys. The soup's gotta be that good of a whole-ass family's hanging out. I mean, you know, come on. Some reports also say that there are flashing lights, opening doors, Along with the closing, because, you know, these these ghosts have manners, okay? If they're going to open the door, they're going to close it, you know. We're not, we're not uh, you know, letting the air conditioning out to try to cool the whole neighborhood, right? Strange sounds come out of there, and phantom music plays around. God. You know, makes you wonder if the pea soup's even worth it. But one of these days, we'll, 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 we'll go try it, and, and, you know, again, if you guys go, let us know what you think. Um, I should have probably came with this disclaimer earlier. Uh, remember, I'm your tour guide. Uh, I don't have insurance for anything that happens to you. So please, in the love of God, be careful with whatever you do with this information. Um, yeah, because we don't we're not going to be held responsible for this shit. OK, OK. All right. Next up, let's talk about the Hyatt in Santa Barbara. Ooh, we're getting fancy schmancy over here. But for the record, not that fancy. No, it's a high. It's pretty fancy. Who are we kidding? So, obviously, this place is actively being used still. And yes, I'd love for us to stay there because if you guys would see the pictures, which we'll probably post on, on social when, once we release the episode, it's a very, very pretty place. It's located on 1111 East Gabriel Boulevard in Santa Barbara. It's also known as the Mar Monte Hotel. 
So keep that in mind when you guys are, you know, placing your reservations. Don't trip out. What you see is, is accurate, okay? And also, I'm going to apologize in advance if you hear anything in the backgrounds overall. Just a friendly reminder, I'm recording from home today. You know, who says, you know, you can't work from home, right? So apparently, it's a super haunted place. And wouldn't you know it, it's got a traumatic past. Because of course they do, right? Uh, this hotel was once a World War II hospital. So I'm sure there's a lot there. Guests and employees report seeing gray shadows, flying objects, lights flickering on and off, and footsteps. So, you know, sounds pretty creepy already, right? But the story that this one employee shared while working there is probably the one that's like, okay, I don't know if I really want to be there, but I do want to be there. So, one employee reported they would see a gray shadow out of the corner of their eye and would have things happen every week. Okay? Right? They also report that the security cameras, which are motion sensor detectable, okay, would turn on and record around 2.45 through 4 a.m. in locked-up areas of the hotel. Yuck. No thank you. That's creepy. No thanks. So, keep that in mind when you guys go to the Hyatt, uh, you know, in Santa Barbara or Marmonte Hotel, however you want to call it. But keep that in mind. You might catch something. And you might have a story to share. So, you know, might not might not be too, too bad, right? So next, let's talk about the Santa Maria Inn. It's located in 801 South Broadway in Santa Maria, California. And it's still an active hotel, too. So, uh, in fact, uh, the uh, one of the sources that I used, which was the uh, Haunted Rooms America, uh, I believe through that website, you can even book uh, reservations to that inn through there, too. And I, and, and I don't know if the Santa Maria Inn has its own website. So, I mean, you could check that out, too. But definitely uh, the uh, Haunted uh, Hotel Rooms one does. And for anybody that's wondering, um, it is hauntedrooms.com, you know, and then I'm sure you can look it up that way. So anyway, going back to the uh, story here of the Santa Maria Inn, uh, it's believed that several ghosts haunt the inn. One of them is believed to be a sea captain, and another is Rudolph Valentino. So who is Rudolph Valentino? I told you at some point this thing would come up and it would make sense. So. He was a uh, actor in Hollywood, but also a sex symbol that came out in like a bunch of movies in the 1920s. And uh, he was also uh, he was also uh, given the nickname Latin Lover. Yep. Yep. So in case you're wondering where that term came from, came from him. He, he didn't uh, he didn't necessarily die there, to be fair. He he. Rep- he reportedly died in Manhattan because he's originally from New York. So I, so so why they believe that's his ghost there? I, <laughs> I couldn't tell you, man. Maybe to just add more lure to it. But an interesting fact about this place is that uh, it was a major spot back in the day for celebrities to come to, or like leave from California, pretty much. So, I mean, that makes sense why they would want to mention him. But it's like if you're already kind of associating with celebrities as a whole, 
specifically adding someone like him into the storyline just seems a little weird, especially because he didn't die there or anything like that. But that's just me. I don't know. What do I know, right? It's believed that two rooms, specifically room 210 and 221, are haunted by former residents. Mind you, I didn't see anything specifically talking about those two rooms, like why those two rooms specifically, uh, but it is mentioned those two are the most active out of all of them there. It's also said that you'll hear footsteps and a piano playing by itself. So, you know, there's something about the piano. There's something about the piano playing by itself that just... Uh, I mean, I'm also probably just chicken shit, too. So, you know, take what you will from this one, huh? Anyway, our last stop for this uh, quick little tour that we're doing is the Nordhoff Cemetery. I know. Hold on a second here, everybody. I can already hear it now. It's a cemetery. Of course it's going to be creepy. Blah, blah, blah. Listen, guys. Okay? I don't make up the haunting rules here. They just happen. Now, the fact that they happen in cemeteries, I can't help it. Okay? I mean, they are really cool, though. So you got to give us a little bit of credit there. Okay? Like, come on. You know? If anything, it's a public setting, so it might be easier for you to find things eventually. You know, like pictures or whatever, you know? So... Have at it. Anyway, Nornhaus Cemetery. This place was established in 1870, and the cemetery is now ran by the city of Ojai. Ojai, I don't know, but it's an, it's an Ojai, okay? O-J-A-I. So, yeah. Uh, it's located in 303 Del Norte Road. Uh, interesting fact about this place, though, is that it was established in 1870, right? Uh, but it's believed to have Civil War veterans buried there, too. So, and I feel like with a lot of the stories that we've that we've, you know, talked about in the show, uh, especially with anything involving like Gettysburg, for example, or any Civil War sites, like they tend to be pretty active. So it might explain a lot there. But the things that that's not the creepiest thing about the cemetery. OK, the creepiest thing is the monstrous dog spotted at the cemetery. And yes, it's a black dog. So I think we know where this is going. So just to let you know, this the, the black dog itself is believed to be the size of a pony. So kind of big. There are reports of the dog darting past noiselessly. So that's already creepy in itself, right? Or you'll hear a growl. Because, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you know, seeing a black dog isn't creepy enough, right? But hearing the growl, yeah, that's going to do it right there, man. So the story goes, because I'm sure you're all wondering, what, is, what does this black dog have to do with the cemetery, right? See? You're all asking the right questions. I, 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 knew, I knew I could trust you guys to ask the right questions. So the story goes that it was a dog that guarded the grave of a vampire during the day. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I know. Stay with me, though. The vampire was killed off by the locals, and it left the dog to haunt the valley, now since it's lost its owner. Of course, right? I mean, you took... You got rid of the dog's owner, guys. What do you think was going to happen at this point? The dog was just going to go away and be like, oh, okay, you know, that's fine. Dude, if anything, he's probably pissed off. It's like, what's that, uh... Um, 
Stephen King uh, novel and, and, and movie, uh, Cujo, whatever it's called. You know, like, I'm pretty sure it's something like that. I hope I got it right. I don't know if anyone corrected me, so I'm going to go with yes. I'll eventually cover this one, just because, you know, it's a really cool story. Uh, but it's a story known as the Vampire of Ojai, or Ojai, you know. But I'll eventually cover that one later. Okay? Okay? Okay. Anyway. There you have it for today, ladies and gentlemen. Our little mini episode for today. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this. I would like to actually do more of this. I, I know me and Sarah talked about this before, about making this like a running series of the uh, creepy spooky tours. So, uh, you know, hopefully you guys like it. Let us know what you think. Please leave us a review or rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts because those ratings definitely help out overall. Uh, five stars preferably. But if uh, you don't believe that, then I don't know. You make me sad, I guess. You know, but... <laughs> kidding um but yes please leave us a rating and uh yeah you know we hope you guys are enjoying this uh again thank you all so much for listening uh thank you guys for tuning in thank you so much for supporting us and for being there um we might release another mini episode coming up here soon uh as well as, well as other episodes overall so just you know keep uh keep on it keep uh, you know keep paying attention there uh, please rate us, review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Um, again, you know, please support us through Patreon as well, too. That would be greatly, greatly appreciated. And as always, stay curious and stay creepy. Bye.